0: that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't? Well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Hey everybody, welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. I'm your host, Tina Reppa, and today we're talking about how there is no room for weight loss goals in running. Stay tuned. First, I just wanna take a moment to say, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I know that your time is so valuable and many of you have so many things going on. And the fact that you've decided to share this time with me, exploring how to find more happiness through running is such a gift and I appreciate it so much. So I really want to take some time today to talk about how weight loss does not belong in your running goals. It is such it's such a it's such a downer. It's such a mood killer, it's such a goal killer. It is it's honestly weight loss goals in general they don't bring you joy. They really don't. They just remind you that you need to restrict yourself and that you're working towards meeting these expectations. And, you know, most of the expectations that we have for our bodies and what they look like are completely unrealistic. And so we, we tend to deplete ourselves and to um, not allow ourselves to enjoy certain moments and events when we're focused so much on weight loss. And it's just, it's not a healthy mindset, but also when you add that to your running, you really start to take away from all of the gifts that running gives you. You know, through running... You can find clarity, you can find peace, you can find confidence, self-esteem, you can have alone time, you can connect spiritually with the universe. It's just, it's really amazing the gifts that running gives you. And the minute you start to count calories and you use running as a way to get into a calorie deficit or to compensate for a bad meal, well, that's when running becomes like an instant punishment. And that's no fun for anybody. It took me a long time to realize that weight loss should not be part of your running goals. I spent the first seven years of my running life, I don't like to say career, I don't know, my running experience, focusing on weight loss goals. And you guys, it is crazy for me to look back now and see what it was actually doing to my mindset. I kept a journal when I started running and I discovered racing. And when I say racing, what I really mean is the experience of going to a race to run. There was no attempt at winning anything, just to make that clear. I'm a super average runner, and I'm super fine with that. But when I say racing, I mean getting to a race and experiencing the race through a run. Now, early on in my running career, I did want to kind of push the limits to see how much faster I could go to beat my personal best time. Um, but I was also counting calories and trying to use it as a weight loss strategy at the same time. The problem with that was, is that my runs as I was journaling them, because I wanted to make note of the workouts I was doing, the changes in my pace and my overall time, and that was fine. That's just the the phase of running that I was in, and, and that was fun, but at the end of it, I would be writing down how many calories I had, how much I weighed that day, Um, how many calories i had burned and it literally was almost like all of these accomplishments that i made through my workout i was taking them away by making it about food and weight and running and let's be honest if we're weighing ourselves especially every day like i was we're not getting an accurate picture of what's happening to our bodies anyway I, i spent most of those years frustrated and wondering why am I not losing weight? I never took anything else into account. that you, Things that you don't even realize. You know, water retention and all of those things. But all of that aside, I don't think there's a place for that in life in general because life is too short and there's nothing fun about dieting. I'm sure many of you can relate to the idea that You decide to go on a diet you want to lose weight because most of the time we're panicked right something is coming up we have an event coming up we're going to be seeing someone we haven't seen in a while we're embarrassed of a picture we saw and then we get into this panic mode i have to lose weight i have to lose weight and we start looking for the quick fixes the diet that asks you to eliminate certain foods from your diet or you know that takes a short amount of time to fix your problem and Um, I'm guilty of that. Oh, so many times am I guilty of that. It was not a happy, healthy place at all. Anytime that I tried to quote unquote diet, I was in a place of panic. I was in a place of, oh my gosh, my clothes don't fit. Oh my gosh, look at that picture. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be going to a wedding soon. And it was like, you know, game on. I have to diet. And, you know, I, the last diet I think I did was a 21 day fix. Um, which is a beach body program. And I do love beachbody. I think it's great. Um, the workouts were awesome. and the t- and the twenty one day fix was all about portion sizes. and and I do think that there are some valuable lessons to be learned when you, you know, look at portion sizes and healthy meals and things like that. But as far as restriction and as far as making those goals for eating about weight loss, I just think that it's not helping you to live your best life. I think that, I remember saying to myself okay well it's only 21 days i'm only going to have to be cranky and miserable for 21 days and then it will be so much better and that was the truth my husband and i did it together and oh we did not like each other for the entire 21 days the only time we liked each other was when we would laugh about the fact that we got like six almonds as one of our containers or we had to count out six almonds like we would laugh at that point or the fact that we were so hungry and excited to give ourselves a banana. Like, what? It was pretty crazy. And I will say, you know, we did the workouts. And then I did extra workouts because I was in a panic, right? I was in that mindset of I have to lose weight. Oh my gosh, I have to lose weight. And so I was running while doing the workouts. So I would do the workouts. Wasn't eating very much. And then I would go for a run to try to maximize my results in these over these 21 days. And at the end... Um, I did lose. I don't know. I don't know. Ten pounds, twelve pounds. I can't remember what it was. And I felt great at the end. And the, the happiest moment of all of that was whenever the twenty-one day fix was over. And I felt. I felt better, and my my body felt. My appearance was more pleasurable to me. It wasn't ideal. I still looked at myself and thought, "Well, I need to go for another round, like we always do, because we're never going to meet." those goals that we think that we have for, you know, those unrealistic expectations. But I was so happy, I say that that was the best time because I was done and I was eating like a normal person again. And so, it was torture for 21 days. And, you know, did I maintain that level of weight loss? I don't don't know, maybe for a couple of weeks, I don't know. It just, it was not a healthy place. And then after that, you know what I kept thinking about? I felt guilty over having let's just say two bananas or 12 almonds or you know i I was in this mindset of gosh i just had to not eat so much i was in this trying you know this scarcity mindset of i need to restrict myself restrict myself and it was just it was not there was nothing joyful that i look back on and say oh i remember those days those were fun that wasn't fun that was kind of torture and so i don't know when it happened that I was able to make this mind shift that I don't ever want to do that again. I don't ever want to do that again. I don't ever want to have that feeling of panic. First of all, that I have to lose weight because if I don't lose weight, then I'm not going to be ready or accepted or loved or whatever it is that I'm searching for. I don't ever want to feel that way again. So I'm, I don't want to ever diet that way again. And so all of these years, I've been running for 15 years. And in all of these years, I, running has been my consistent. It has been the one thing that I have done for 15 years, no matter what. And I will tell you that the only thing that motivates you to c- continue to do something for that amount of time is that you have to find joy in it, there has to be pleasure involved in doing it. Otherwise, it's not maintainable. So if you're trying to do something as a quick fix, or if your motivation is to lose weight, then you instantly make that activity not enjoyable. I became addicted to the feeling of accomplishment. I became addicted to seeing how much I could grow as a runner. I became addicted to going to a race and celebrating what I had just worked so hard for, which is one of the huge reasons that I love running which is one of the huge reasons that I tell people, if you haven't tried running, you have to try it. Not because it's perfect and not because it's not hard, but because there's something about the idea that you can pick a goal, you can set the goal, you can work towards the goal, and then you get to celebrate at that finish line. And it's kind of like it comes in waves or cycles. You get to cycle through a training plan of running And then you have a huge celebration at the end. And guess what, when you cross the finish line, nobody asks you how much weight did you lose? Nobody asks you what size are you now? You cross that finish line and you are celebrating because you did it, you made it that distance. And whether you have time goals or whether you have a distance goal, like you wanna go farther than you went last time or you wanna try to beat your time, like that goal is celebrated, and nothing feels as good as it does as crossing that finish line and knowing like I did it and so running allows you it's just you know running just gives you the opportunity to pick a training plan to set a goal to go through that training plan and then hit that finish line and celebrate not many other workouts give you that kind of satisfaction you know and if you love to dance or if you love to lift weights I think those that's amazing if you already have something that you already feel like you just want to do it because it makes you feel good then i think that that's an amazing thing to do you maybe don't need to try running but if you find yourself in a spot where you know you you're not as active as you want to be or you wish you could fall in love with some sort of sort of workout you have got to give running a try it doesn't have to be torturous you don't have to start by taking off and running as far as you can and as fast as you can but the amazing thing like i mentioned is that you get to pick a goal you get to train for it and there are celebration races everywhere for every distance you can find races all around you where you get to cross that finish line and say like hell yes i did it and then after that the cool part is you kind of hit a reset right like you give yourself some a little bit of a break you maybe take a couple of days or a week even and just you know recover and just lean into and reflect on everything that you had done and then you get to pick your next goal and then boom you're at it again but you're at it to try to reach that finish line whether it's an 18-week plan you're trying to get to a marathon or whether it's a six-week plan you're trying to get to a 5k maybe you're trying to go faster maybe you want to do a 5k again and you want to see if you can beat your time whatever it is you pick that goal and you work towards it do not let calorie counting carb counting seep its way into this amazing gift that running gives you there's no room for it there's no room for it i kept a journal as i mentioned earlier for all of those years when i was training to do speed work i wanted to do a fast marathon turns out my fast i I just I, i wasn't ever able to reach the fast that i was trying to get to um but I did an amazing job, you guys. I did so good. I did so. I did speed work. I, you know, I followed a plan. I probably ran too much because it was still early on in my running career. I probably pushed too hard and did too many extra runs in between. I would really like to do it again now that I'm older and wiser and more experienced. But um, I was doing amazing things. Like one of the things that I did during that time was I did a couple of triathlons, which was new to me. It is. Biking and swimming. First, you swim and then you bike and then you run. And that's the race. And so I did a couple of those, which was so cool that I had the confidence to do it. And running gave me the confidence to try that. And I remember specifically um, looking through my journal from back in the day and reading about my runs. And I had one 20 mile training run on Saturday because I was training for a marathon. And then on Sunday, I had a triathlon race, an actual race. And I did awesome. I'm not saying my time was awesome. I'm just saying I did it. I did the workouts. And so I'm reading in my journal about how I completed these workouts. And in my journal, I talked about the 20-mile run. And then, you know, underneath of it, it had my calories for the day. And it had like, oh, fell off the wagon. Well, probably what I meant was I needed some recovery food. And I ate whatever. And then the triathlon was the next day. Well, so I turned the page and I had printed and and glued all of these pictures of myself from the triathlon on the next two pages of the journal. There are pictures all over it of me during the triathlon. And I... In those pictures that I, I glued, I was like, wow, look at this. Like I ran a 20 miler and look at me. I'm, You know, you can see me biking and running. And then I had little notes at the bottom about how I needed to basically step up my game on my calorie counting because of the way that my body looked in those pictures. I was not happy with it. I was body shaming myself in that journal. So when I read that, this was from probably seven or eight years ago when I wrote this. When I read that a couple of months ago when I started this running program and I was sharing my journal with the team, teaching them like, this is how you could journal. I read that and my mind was blown. Like at what point did I let my appearance and calorie counting and trying to lose weight seep into running so much that it literally took the successes and my accomplishments right out from under me because that's what it did. That's what it did. I did not focus on, look what I did. How cool that I was able to complete this run and then this race. I was focused so much on weight loss and appearance and it is the saddest thing for me to read now. And I realized, I I think that it's when I had kids. I think I have two kids. I have a seven year old and a four year old and I think that must have been when the shift happened. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had my fair share of body shaming after having kids because I mean, that is a hard adjustment. You know, um, it's something that changes your body completely but when I decided like I am done dieting and I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to make running about weight loss. I'm not going to make running about appearance because running stayed with me all of these years. I ran while I was pregnant. I ran with my babies in a, in a stroller. I ran with one of them. I ran with both of them. I run half marathons um, while, um, while I was pregnant and my pace didn't matter. All I cared about was my heart rate and keeping my body healthy and safe so that I could run while I was pregnant and then run after and it had nothing to do with weight loss. It had nothing to do with weight loss and that probably was the moment that it shifted for me and I stopped obsessing about that because you just couldn't. You know, I was protecting these babies that I was growing and it couldn't be about that anymore, but I needed it. I needed to run because I needed the clarity. I needed the endorphins. I needed that the dose of happiness that I would get from finishing a run. And I think that's when everything shifted. And so when I started getting back into running after having you know, one child and then the next child, um, it couldn't be about getting out and seeing how fast I can go or seeing how many calories I could burn. It got It turned into, I hope I can squeeze a run in. Am I pushing the stroller or am I not? I have to do it in between feedings. I have to do it at nap time. Like it all became finding a balance of running and parenting. And I think that was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because it shook me out of this mindset of running for weight loss. It was never about that anymore. It was about my sanity. On those days when I just needed a break from being a mom, I needed a run. And I would go out on a run and feel like a whole new person when I got back. I mean, I remember, and it was difficult. There were times when, like, I would be, you know, pushing the stroller and then come home. And I remember, you know, being covered in sweat, but having to nurse Jocelyn and trying to figure out, you know, having a fan blowing on me and just kind of like, oh my gosh. But I needed that. I needed that to be like the one piece of me that was still me. I felt like I was giving my body, giving my time, giving myself to my kids, and I needed to have a piece that was still mine. And so even though I was coming back to the house, you know, sweaty and with the fan on me and trying to feed the babies, I had that moment that was mine. It was for me. Even if I was pushing a stroller, it was for me. Even now, when my husband and I want to do a run together, uh, which he's only recently gotten into running it's been really fun to do some runs with him. Most of my running career has been by myself or with my dear friend Kelly. We did many years together training for certain races. She got me into running. And then it became my solo adventures. And then recently, my husband has been wanting to do some of the programs that I run and has really um, loved the idea of building things up slowly. And he feels so good about it. And so we wanted to do some long runs together, you know, six plus miles. And um, we've had to... Push the stroller. And I have a seven-year-old and I have the Mac Daddy stroller, the Bob. It's the Cadillac of Strollers, and I highly recommend it. It is super expensive, but you guys know that you know we get to decide where our money goes and we get to decide what our priorities are and what we want to invest in. And so while you know, a Bob stroller might be, it's hundreds of dollars. You have to ask yourself: like, is this an investment worth making? And what am I going to sacrifice in order to make this investment? Um, And that's kind of what we did. And um, his parents had helped us purchase this. It was the best investment I ever made. I have used that thing probably more than any other item that I own. And so we, I have to put my seven year old in there. She just can't make it as far as we need to go right now. And you know, sometimes she's like, mom, you know, she's seven, she's in second grade. And I kind of battled with battled with that too for a while. I was like, "Oh my gosh, you know, she's in. A, I'm pushing her in a stroller, but who cares? Good God, who cares? Um, it, the the stroller is a Cadillac. It's we can do it. You know, I can push it. And so I put her in there. And and so we don't pay attention to pace. We just know the distance, and we push the stroller, and we talk, and we laugh, and we sweat, and we cry, and we make fun of each other. And um, it's it's just. It is so amazing to embrace running as it is and what it gives us and learning how to work through the different ebbs and flows in life. There was a time when I had to go before the sun came up in order to get the run in before my husband got up to go to work because of the kids. I wanted to run solo. There were times when I had to put a headlamp on or carry a flashlight and run around our block over and over and over and over and over again because I couldn't get a run in until the evening. But the only reason I can be, I can do something like that or someone is able to do that is one, with a little bit of mindset training and realizing that we're capable of so much more than we think we are. So learning how to brace, in, embrace inconvenience and, and discomfort, which is something I always preach about. But then second, is doing something that brings you so much joy and you get so much out of it that you want to do it and you want that feeling that comes during and you want that feeling after and that just doesn't happen when you are running for weight loss it just doesn't happen so what do i do i mean let's face it i'm a solid size 10 and i probably will always be so i I don't endorse cutting calories to the point of where I'm trying to be a certain weight. I'm trying to be a certain size. That's not the case, but even in my size 10, my size 12s, whatever I'm in, in the moment, are there times when I go to slip my jeans on and they feel too tight and I'm like, (gasps) ugh, yeah. Yeah. Happened to me yesterday. Yesterday was Friday. Everybody loves a good casual Friday and I went to put my jeans on for casual Friday and they were so tight. And I already know why, you guys. I have been indulging in uh, many desserts and late nights and some margaritas for the past couple of weeks. Um, and I knew that. I knew that I wasn't, you know, taking care of my body to the fullest extent. I was feeling a little stressed. I was stress eating. But also, um, my husband and I were celebrating some things. And so, you know, it it's life. It is life. And that's what I wanted to do. And so I did. And okay, so then what do I do? If I refuse to count calories again, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. If I refuse to do a random diet, I'm not going to make running about being miserable and trying to um, go into such a deficit that I lose weight quickly. So what do I do? Well, first I ask myself, what can I add to my daily lifestyle that will help me to feel better my body will feel better. Now remember, I'm running this whole time because I run to run. I don't run for weight loss. So even when I'm indulging, when I was running for weight loss or working out even before I started running, when it was about weight loss, if I indulged in a meal, I basically could talk myself into throwing that workout away and saying, oh, forget it. What's the point? You already ate all of this. Do you know how much how much working out it would take to get rid of that meal you just ate? So I wouldn't do it. But I run to run. I run run to meet my goals so my running is consistent throughout no meal is gonna throw me off now I might say I shouldn't have run right after having a meal but no meal is going to get me to not run because I'm running for different reasons so I'm still running consistently what I'll do is I'll see what I can add now the first thing I'll add is water I will add water because water will literally make you feel better and we all know that when you feel better you do better When you feel better you treat your body better and you make better choices so i will add water i have this um, i think it's 40 ounces a bottle that i always carry with me um and i don't track water on a daily basis because i really like to to keep things simple you guys i drink when i'm thirsty but If I'm feeling like, oh, I just don't feel my best self. My clothes feel a little snug. I will just make sure that I drink that whole thing of water. And if I can drink another one, great. Um, But I'll make it a goal to increase my water intake, which in turn makes me feel better. And then I might say to myself, like, okay, no more late night cereal snacking after the kids go to bed. I'm going to have a smoothie after dinner instead. And I'm going to throw spinach in there and blueberries. And um, I'm going to add some protein. Maybe I'll switch up what I have for lunch and have, um, You know maybe I'll add some eggs or something to one of my meals just for some extra protein and the whole idea is that I'm adding healthy things to my diet and telling myself to eat these because they're good for you and you'll feel better and in turn I'm just not as available to have things that aren't as good for me does that mean I won't have a hamburger for dinner or I won't have spaghetti and garlic bread for dinner no no I'll still have whatever we're having for dinner I will still have I'll just maybe add some vegetables to it um and you know eat some vegetables and it's just naturally going to fill me up a little bit and i'm not going to stress about it i'm not going to measure it i'm not going to say you know did you have your smoothie today i'm just going to be mindful that i don't feel so great in my clothes right now and so i'm going to add some things so that i feel better and i'll naturally make better choices and i'm going to go on with my life so i put a dress on and i went to work and i laughed about it And one of my coworkers had said to me, like, oh, my gosh, you look so pretty today. And what that probably means is, why are you dressed up on a Friday? Um, And she said, you look so pretty today. I'm like, thanks. My jeans were too tight. Um, And we laughed about it. And we talked about how, you know, we go through cycles of eating. The holidays are coming up when I'm recording this. It's currently October. And when the holidays come up, we all kind of anticipate on having probably more than we typically would. And so, um, You know we just talk about how yeah i usually kick it into high gear after that you know i get to a point where i'm uncomfortable enough to say like okay i'm going to make some better choices um but that's that it's not going to be about i'm gonna i better go on this diet or i better make sure that i do three workouts a day so that i can hurry up and lose weight like no i'm just i'm paying attention to my body i don't feel as good when my clothes start fitting tight I don't, I don't feel good, not just about the clothes thing, I just, I don't feel as good. I can feel that I've been having a lot of sugar and I can feel that um, I've been eating late at night. And you know, when I wake up in the morning, I'm just not as hungry, if this makes sense. Um, and this is really maybe kind of weird and maybe this is just me, maybe not, but I love coffee. Like it is, having coffee in the morning is like the highlight of my day. It really is, like I really look forward to having coffee in the morning. And sometimes if I eat or snack so late at night and I wake up in the morning, my coffee's not as enjoyable because I'm still kind of like full from all of my um, adventures the night before. And so I try to remind myself of that, like, "Oh, your coffee's going to be so good. Um, you know you're not going to feel so bloated and like you had eaten so much. And Again, I'm not obsessing about it. I'm over it. I am over it. And the truth is, nobody really cares how much you weigh. Nobody cares about what size you wear. Nobody cares about what you look like. People care about how kind you are. People care about how you make them feel. If you want to be attractive, if you want to be more attractive, then be happy. Be happy with yourself. Be confident. Own, Own yourself. And that will make you instantly more attractive. Smiling will make you more attractive. Smile more. I mean it will make you more attractive that you're not obsessed about losing weight and counting calories. And you know, you'll probably be cranky anyway, if you're doing that. So, you know, just live your life and be happy and accept who you are and where you are. And if you want to make some changes, then do it with love, do it in a way that's not torture and find something that you love, like running. For instance, that you can do no matter what. Let it be your constant. Let it be your reminder that you are tough, you are strong, you are brave, you are confident, and you can do hard things. No matter what size you are, no matter what you had for dinner, it can be done. 100% it can be done. And so, before, if you are a newbie and you haven't started yet, I've mentioned this at the end of a couple of my podcasts, but It starts with 20 seconds, 20 seconds. And you know what, if 20 seconds feels really hard, then it starts with 15 seconds. It starts with seconds. It starts with getting a little pep in your step and doing a jog for 15 to 20 seconds. Walk for five minutes after that and repeat that four times. And you just had your very first run and you should feel pretty good. You should feel good about the fresh air. You should feel good about pushing your body. You should feel good that you just opened the lid of something that could be really, really exciting for you. Something that could be a game changer. And it doesn't mean, you know, to be a runner. I got a message yesterday from um, a friend who talked about how I had um, put a post on my Facebook and a friend had mentioned like running is torture for me and when i try to run it makes me want to throw up i'm like well you're probably just not doing it the right way you're probably just not starting at your level and when you start at your level and you work your way up and you build slowly you build your confidence at the same time and you realize wow i can do this and this doesn't have to suck like it can actually be fun and i can look forward to it and you set a goal and this is the best part You set a goal for the end. Like, what am I trying to get to? And then you pick a celebration race. And you get there and you do it and you celebrate. And you're like, yes, I did it. And then you ask yourself, do I want to go faster or do I want to go farther? All of the people in my running groups right now, they're so funny because they're kind of pioneering for me. I've just started them three months ago. So we have, I have one, two, three groups running right now and they just won't stop you guys like so I most of my runners went from nothing nothing let me say that again nothing they started at nothing not even working out they started at nothing and they began slowly And the first program that we start is a, it's a prep program. So it starts you off slowly and it moves you to prepare to take on a 5k plan, which is three miles. Anyway, the point being, so they worked their way up to the 5k, the 3.1 miles. And then they were like, okay, well, we want more. And so I was like, oh, well, I'm going to have to write more because I was only prepared to get you all to a 5k. And then I got the first group to um, a 10k. And then they said to me, I want more i'm not ready to stop yet and tina i can't do this without you which is not true they can totally 100 do it without me i think i just make life a little bit easier when they have me they are so strong right now they are such different people they are so strong um but they right now i think want to go to a half marathon and one of my runners wants to go to a marathon which is mind blowing because most of these people started off by saying i hate running i'm not kidding you they not only did they start off saying i can't run they said i hate it I hate running," I said, "Okay, give me a shot. Let me try." And there was no there's no secret recipe, you guys. It's not like, "Oh, I wonder what it is. What magic it is that Tina tells them that makes them run." Well, one, I remind them of how strong they are. Two, I remind them that it's okay to be uncomfortable. And three, I help them to start easy and to build slowly and then to encourage them along the way of like, "You're freaking doing it. You're getting so strong." And you don't you might think that your runs are hard, but they're hard because we are growing and pushing to the next level every time. And so it, I am addicted to watching everything about them change. And it, it, it has happened for every single one of them. Every single one of them has changed their mindset and perspective on running. Every single one of them has said, I think I kind of like this. I think i really like this i think i need this and then two of them had left the group after the 5k and said you know i don't think i don't think i'm ready to go farther than this but thank you so much i'm just going to keep running on my own and wouldn't you believe two of them had contacted me within one week after the second program starting and said um so i really miss you guys and i think i want to try to go to the next level and so we're working on getting them back into that group which is so fun. Um, And I tell you guys this because I want you to understand that whether you are somebody who has run periodically or who runs but doesn't enjoy it right now or who has never run ever a day in their life but think that they might like running, it is possible. It 100% is possible. And it can be your constant if you want it to be. It can be. You just have to do it the right way. And like I said, I recommend to start that off 20 seconds of jogging, five minutes of walking, repeat that four times and pat yourself on the freaking back and say, I just went for a run. Because you did, you did. And then if you wanna know how to keep going, you just steadily increase those running intervals by seconds, you know, five seconds, 10 seconds. Um, I'm talking about over the course of days, Um, maybe increase it by five seconds each run and then start shrinking those walking minutes in between. Um, at a at a uh, pace that is um, manageable for you, and when when I say pace, I'm talking about at a rate. You know, like do your increases at a place that feels comfortable for you, and then decrease that amount of cooldown time in between at a rate that feels comfortable for you. Um, and of course if you want to do it with me you guys know you can go to my website to sign up for my programs i think the next program that i'll be kicking off is going to be like it's going to be different than what we've done i've done my my programs before in like tiny little segments where you can kind of hop in or hop out at any point based on where you are but i think i'm going to try something new and i don't know you guys will have to stay tuned for this but i'm thinking i'm going to launch in january so i'm going to hold off on starting a new group in october november or december and just kind of really try to build my group try to get a a big team together a big a big powerful team ready to take on the challenge and start in january and see um how far we can go give you guys a destination whether it's a 10k or a half marathon and say okay you guys have to be all in on this and we're going to start from nothing and i'm going to get you to you know um point b which is still to be determined Uh, this this group that i'm working with now has really kind of helped me work through that to see where we're going but they're going strong so i'm really 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 excited for the future and what we have going on here but outside of that i hope that you all take some time to love yourselves to love your body stop punishing yourself by running and start to embrace running as such a gift that can give you so much joy if done correctly i really appreciate you guys hanging out with me today i'm about to head out and enjoy some sunshine. My long run is tomorrow. And I'll be thinking about you all. And hope you have a great, great, great day. And I will see you soon. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.